Good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Now, yesterday, hugely, exceptionally volatile trading day. Um, really, really uh, wild swings. Um, certainly, once we once we got the US CPI numbers out, which is really the main focus of yesterday's trading. Um, we saw markets sort of pick up a little bit um, prior to that event, expecting actually inflation to start easing. Um, I'll go into the numbers now in just a second, but really challenging market from a, a trading perspective. The volatility was really far too extreme, um, which, which basically meant that uh, trying to get in yesterday afternoon was actually really quite challenging. Um, because what it meant was you'd, you'd need to trade with absolutely massive stop losses. So um, so let's get straight into it then. Uh, we, we're seeing some momentum continue now today. So that's probably the focus of today's trading, uh, a little bit further momentum and there's some specific markets which will give us uh, probably some better opportunities and, and higher probability trades. Uh, okay, so let's get into it then. Please start with our risk warning on the screen. Um, good morning, those of you joining us live. And uh, if you're joining us via one of our podcasts, good to have you on board. Okay, quick introduction then. So um, all profitable traders need to make decisions regarding which markets to trade. Where do you enter those markets? Where do you exit? Um, how do you manage risk prior to entry? Um, how do you manage each trade to a successful outcome? Uh, all of these things crucially important and trading psychology as well. And the thing about a lot of these things is um, trading is... Um, decision-making and, and that's really the what trading is all about making decisions and can you make you know more consistent decisions you know we're strong advocates of being consistent in your decision-making being disciplined with your capital and of course being patient as well so let's start with a review of potential market moving news then um, so yesterday was all about CPI um, came in hotter than expected um we were certainly expecting a little bit of um the the headline rate overall we were expecting so we've gone from last month we had inflation cpi inflation of 8.5 we're expecting um headline inflation in around 8.1 we saw 8.3 so by no means are the um are we seeing uh, a deflationary effect and, and and that inflation story begin to roll it's almost you know maintaining its very very high levels and there's some warning signs even within those figures as well um that actually uh, the inflation story is not improving as our central banks and and, and governments are very eager to to, to try and and uh, state that that's the case so not happening the markets are seeing through a lot of the the nonsense and um, we're seeing market reactions as a result crude oil inventories uh, we're expecting a negative number we saw uh, 8.5 so we'll have a look at the uh, uh, crude oil as well a lot of these markets are really there's a lot of fear and anxiety built into these markets and these trades uh, at the minute um New Zealand quarterly expectations on inflation. You can see this is a quarterly number. Um, we're at exceptionally high levels, you know, 3.29 up at these highs um, quarterly. If you kind of average that out, you're probably up at sort of 12%. 
So, and, and these are the formal figures, which means um, we all know that the actual inflation that we're all seeing is a lot higher than the, you know, the 5% that the ECB are, are, are basically saying to us. And, and with all of these formal figures, you can expect real inflation to actually be higher than that. So, you know, 12% really concerning. Um, this is why all these central banks are looking to increase rates now. Um, prelim GDP came in less than expected. So again, we are, you know, the, the UK economy is, is struggling um, again. So a bit of a miss on the inflation, on the, the growth side. So we've got higher prices, lowering growth, um, and that's sort of the basis of stagnation. So this afternoon's all really about PPI um, numbers. So again, we're, we're expecting uh, lower numbers than than the previous month, but we will see if um, if the PPI numbers are very much in line with uh, with expectations or not. Any deviation like we saw yesterday likely to be again further volatility uh, in these markets. Um, and the problem we we're facing really is you know consumers um, are they sort of becoming a little bit savvy? Are they you know demand destruction is is a, is a very important theme. Um, if prices get too high, do consumers actually step back and go, actually, I won't, I won't buy that particular item or service at this point. I'm just going to just wait and see uh, and be a bit nervous about the, um, the overall sort of market condition. So let's see where the best opportunities are. I want to show you that volatility yesterday. Uh, it is important to note. Now today, now we're getting some nice continuation moves, so we're, we're getting further downside, and at least there is slightly better technical opportunities for us to get into. So if I can just get my pen, there we are. In fact, we'll start with the S and P. So it's important to just. Um, take on board. So over the course of yesterday morning, we had a little bit of a, a bit of a bounce. Let me change the color there. Um, and we started to see prices just bounce off these lows. There's your, your, your double bottom. And we started to see prices just, you know, really push on to the upside into these levels of previous uh, support, which now becomes resistance. But this is the point at which the, the CPI numbers um, kicked in. And we saw, no, excuse me, that, that was slightly different setup. Um, so yeah, so yesterday we saw the breakout to the upside um, of this little structural failure trade. Didn't quite get up to the previous day's highs, the, the 40.72. Um, and this is when the CPI numbers kicked in. But look what happened. The first hour we saw, um, let's say, a 100 point, um, uh, sell-off followed by pretty much a hundred point reversal the following hour and then we procrastinated a little while up at these highs and then we saw more than a, a hundred point move to the downside so if you can imagine trading that kind of price action is really quite challenging um, you're getting you know it's, it's like catching a falling knife so really quite hazardous quite difficult um, so now, so basically our policy yesterday was to see if this market could trade below these levels. And we saw initial breakout um, and we've, we've, we've now just had the pullback into that zone. And just recently now we're just creating that 
structural failure trade to the downside. So the overall momentum is very much lower. Um, so if we look at market fundamentals, very much negative uh, sentiment, very much negative, and then the technical setup is very much negative. So what's our bias? We're looking for selling opportunities in not just the S&P, but uh, across the US indices. Yesterday, there were signs of a bit of positivity, uh, short-lived, as you can see, and then the carnage began. So the, um, the excessive selling started to kick in. So let's pick out these numbers. So the S&P, So the S&P to the downside um, below yesterday's low, which would be the 39.30. There's plenty of room to the downside for these markets, so by no means do we um, have to be concerned about how low could these go because there's um, there's nothing but air below these levels. So the 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 Dow. Um, 31804 we've got the same situation so really really bearish um, market conditions uh, 11,940 um, Sustainasdaq and then look where we are at. We're, we're kind of gapping lower in FTSE. Um, not 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 too much going on in the DAX. A bit of a sort of a strange market response yesterday, really. But um, you can probably only see further downside, really, and then uh, a strong rollover to the downside for the Nikkei. Bitcoin. We spoke yesterday about the importance of the uh, the, the twenty eight nine twenty. Now we're breaking below that level so the interesting headline this morning that um anyone that's been trading bitcoin since uh i suppose the start of the in fact we've got the actual date here um it's a best part of two years isn't it uh so since 2021 yeah so in the last, what is it, 17, 18 months, anyone that's been buying Bitcoin is now um, now hemorrhaging. And this is why we've always maintained that we, we can't trade um, Bitcoin with leverage uh, as, a, as a, an investment, as a small percentage of your portfolio to actually look to get involved in something like a cryptocurrency. Um, you know, you would have, need to have a very, very long term view uh, of this market. Um, and we were never interested in, in kind of trading this either to the upside or to the downside. It's, it's kind of pure volatility, pure carnage, uh, prices moving on, on whims and uh, very unstable. Um, and now, you know, all those traders that are online talking about how much money they've made on, on cryptocurrencies is probably not the case. If they're so heavily invested, when these prices start rolling over to the downside, they're just getting hammered time after time after time. And the happenings now over the last couple of days, really bad news. So really, we could expect it probably down to uh, 20,000.
Now, the reality, if prices get down to that level, you're probably looking at some considerable value in something like Bitcoin, um, perhaps down at this $20,000 level when we're up at nearly 70000 So that's, um, that's a, a very, very significant rollover off these highs. So nothing but downside expected with Bitcoin. Uh, interesting market condition. So at least we've got out and out clarity today across these markets, very risk off. Uh, what are we getting from oil? Wishy-washy up and down kind of sideways moving pattern really for oil. So we might find a bit of stability there in oil for a little while now. We're now potentially above um, this level in here for, for oil, uh, for gold, should I say. So potentially, a little bit of a reversal yesterday off the lows, and today we might see some further upside. Uh, just having a quick look at the yen. So the safe haven trade is kicking in finally. So yesterday we saw the yen starting to move quite considerably, um, even against the, the dollar. We're still in this little sideways pattern, so perhaps not, not quite so quick as far as... Um, but really, really bearish pound today, as you can expect, um, with those negative numbers. Uh, a little bit of clarity kicking in yesterday, sort of later on in the evening, uh, and further continuation now today. Not really much going on in the euro dollar. So we'll have a look at the pound dollar. So we take yesterday's low, which is the 22.37. Um, one twenty-two thirty-seven. We'll um, we just need to see a little bit more. We need to see a confirmed breakout of these these little ranges now for the dollar yen. We are up at quite high levels. Sideways moving pattern for the dollar Swiss so far. Anyway, uh, there's your choppy price action as well in markets like the um, the. the dollar CAD, our bias is still to the upside. Trading it is really quite quite challenging. So again, we need to see a little bit more. It looks like this, you know, that dollar strength trade is, is really kicking in. Um, Aussie dollar. And we had a really strong rejection of the monthly low yesterday. Um, we were actually in this trade to the upside. We mitigated risk on it and started to reverse. So we got caught up in a little bit of a chop yesterday. Um, so the 69.11. And then and then New Zealand, which had very high inflation uh, to the downside as well. Uh, the 62.74, again, really quite bullish price action yesterday. 62. 62.74. Okay, we might stick with the dollar. Um, the euro pound has really, really kicked on. So we've kind of clearly broken out of that little range there for the euro pound. Um, it, it's really down to, to pound um a really really strong pound weakness so the pound is much weaker than the um, so 
And how many have we got? Two, four, six. Okay, let's put in the pound yen um, below yesterday's low, 158.82. 158.82, which means we'd be looking for a selling opportunity below that level. Um, prices are already below that level, but we would be looking for uh, a pullback opportunity in it to get into it, perhaps not getting into it at these lows. You can see plenty of downside price action below that monthly low there for the pound yen. Okay, so let's put these numbers in. Um, so yesterday, again, we were sort of the overall theme for yesterday's market was be careful. There is uh, indecisive market conditions to try and consider. Um, so that was the ultimate theme. As a result, we traded with slightly lower size, um, slightly bigger stop losses in a couple of occasions, although we removed uh, some of that risk. And really yesterday was about CPI. Uh, today is now about PPI. Um, to just to differ differentiate, let's put a, let's just underline that on screen just to, in fact, what we might do is just change the color. Right, so US PPI numbers, just to differentiate from CPI, consumer price index versus producer price index. So is the cost of those that produce a lot of the goods that we consume, uh, are the cost of those goods, are they going up or down um, uh, for, the, for the producers? So obviously a huge underpinning of inflation. So if we get a strong move away from that, then... Uh, then the markets will probably react quite significant. So yesterday we were looking to get involved in that dollar weakness trade and we were, we were in good profits at one point. We wanted to um, ride through the CPI numbers. Uh, they obviously came out much, much worse than expected and uh, the markets you know, turned around really quite aggressively. The important part was we, we mitigated risk on the trade, so we took risk off those opportunities. Um, uh, with a view of sort of further upside and that failed to be the case. So, so let's, uh, so now we've gone from indecisive market conditions to, um, So we're looking for wrong, really strong risk-off, traditionally risk-off market conditions, uh, looking at the indices lower, looking at the dollar uh, higher, and looking at the yen significantly higher as well. Markets like gold, we probably should get further upside, but we're not really getting the, the, the moves that we would expect. So, so looking to sell... So we'll bang all these in and we'll let you guys go. We'll switch across to our live trader now in just a moment. Um, let's put let's put the, the NASDAQ in the S&P. Uh, you could add the Dow in there as well. But 11,940. 
I don't think that because we're in a state of oversold market conditions that, you know, that that's going to be the end of these very significant moves to the downside. This could go on for quite some time. Um, what we'll do let's put the the pound that's probably the weaker currency out of everything uh so below 122.37 i'll just review these now guys just before you go um, and we put the Aussie um, 69.11. Last but not least, we'll stick the New Zealand dollar. Okay, so let me post that into the chat box. Uh, please feel free to take that away um, as required. There you go. My pleasure, guys. So listen, on that note, that's our focus. Strong risk off market conditions. If markets have you know broken those levels that we want to see prices pull back to those levels, we want to see constructive price action for us to be able to pull the trigger now today um, after yesterday's very, very extreme volatility. So if you're scratching your head yesterday saying, how do you trade these markets? The reality is, depending which markets you're focusing on, uh, it was very, very challenging yesterday because of the really wild swings that we were seeing. So you get days like that sometimes, better to just back off and be a bit patient. So those are our, our trades. So we're looking for risk, sorry, strong risk off market conditions now today. So we expect the S&P to continue lower below the 39.30, the NASDAQ to sell below the 11.940. So those are your trigger points to get into those trades. The pound dollar looking to sell below the 122.37, the pound yen to sell below the 158.82, the Aussie dollar looking to sell below the 69.11, and the New Zealand dollar looking to sell below the 62.74. So a bit of a mouthful. All of those are up are up currently up on screen. And just as a little footnote, do be mindful of today's US PPI numbers could be equally volatile, perhaps not as not as much as CPI, but uh, and it's all really on the deviation. Do we get a mild deviation or a strong deviation, or do they come in very much in line with expectations? So we'll have to wait and see. And that's at 1:30 today as well. Okay, then guys, listen, thanks so much. We're switching across now. Any questions, feel free to post them and we'll get back to you uh, before we end the broadcast. However, thanks so much for joining us. Um, we do trade these markets live. We trade the European trading session for a couple of hours every morning um, and then the US trading session for a couple of hours every afternoon. Um, so do feel free to join us if you can. For more information, just go to thelivetradesman.com uh, and we'll, um, we can speak to you through our website as well if you need. So for everyone here at the Live Trade Room, take care. Uh, Let's see how we get on today and we'll see you soon. Bye for now.